Hey friends, it's Jana and Ashley. Welcome back to season four of the Geek Girls Universe podcast, your home for the latest entertainment and fandom news. Hey friends, it's Jana. Welcome back to the Geek Girls Universe. Today we had a chance to chat and laugh with the director and co-writer of Joyride, Adele Lim. Joyride is in theaters now, and if you're like us and into R-rated comedies, this one is not to be missed. So grab your besties and go. Before we get started, if you're new here or haven't already, we would love it if you subscribed and left us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening from. It helps our podcast reach other geeks, and the more the geekier, right? We also have a Facebook group, Geek Girls Universe. You don't need to be a girl to join, only a geek. Growing up as the only Chinese-American girls in their town, Audrey and Lolo have been best friends since childhood. Audrey, who was adopted from China by white parents, grew up to be an overachiever on her way to becoming a big-shot lawyer. Lolo, on the other hand, is a free-spirited artist who is the opposite of Audrey in almost every way. When Audrey is asked to travel to China by her firm to close a deal, Lolo goes to act as her translator, bringing along her cousin, Deadeye. Once in China, they meet up with Audrey's college best friend, Kat, a famous actress who pretends to be someone she's not. Although this is a work trip for Audrey, things go from professional to rowdy in ways none of them could have expected. And just a little FYI before we get into this, our podcast, we we try to stay as family friendly as possible. And this is as family friendly as we could make it. But please be aware that this movie is definitely not. So there may be some topics discussed here that are not for the little geeks in your household. Yeah, this movie, when they say R-rated, is 100% R-rated for languages or for reasons other than, say, language or violence. Because um... Oh, yes. <laughs> Just imagine the hangover, like, esque-ish mm-hmm. and bridesmaids and... Girls trip. Girls trip. And then you yeah. kind of get a vibe for it. But yeah, no, it's yeah. definitely... It earned its rated R stamp so yeah it sure did and we're not (laughs) mad about it it's just not for little little geeks that's all (laughs) sure is not sure is not in fact i watched it after my geeks were in bed Mm -hmm. and my the older of the two was like i got up to go to the bathroom and you were just laughing so hard what were you laughing at i was like nothing to discuss with you but i (laughs) probably text Jana, whatever it was at that point in time and I watched it with my sister it was her birthday and we were hanging out and I was like oh my goodness I have a screener I need to watch and this is going to be I'm positive a fun night and my husband was floating around but clearly not really his kind of movie um I mean he laughed and listened to whatever in the background my 18 year old was floating around um but not really paying attention. Although there were a handful of times where it'd be like, oh, K-pop, ARMY, we're talking about whatever. And she'd walk by and she'd be like, what are you guys watching? Because my <laughs> sister and I were just literally rolling in laughter. It was, oh my gosh, it was so funny. And Ashley would text me something. And I remember like you had just started it and you were like, this is a really good movie, but I know this is definitely your kind of movie and it was like <laughs> I think you're about 15 minutes in and I yeah, hit exactly that sure 15 was. minute mark in the movie and but without really realizing it was 15 minutes but it was like this like the first real scene and I was like oh my god it's 15 minutes isn't it and I stopped and I looked and I was like you're talking about this scene aren't you and you're like yep <laughs> sure, I, sure am and I was like I 
knew it. I was like, so that's how you know your best friend knows you well, when you can just speak to each other and like, oh, I know this exact moment is what she's referring to without saying an actual word. <laughs> it was, so I, I'm just, I'm just really sad that we couldn't have watched it together. Mm. Um, and with, with your sister, cause I love her too. Cause honestly, I was dying alone, you know, <laughs> just laughing by myself like a fool, but this because the movie's still in theater so definitely it's a movie for you to take your besties to because this is a movie where they're they're having all kinds of chaotic and crazy moments and it was born out of Adele and her friends writing it and writing about kind of their experiences and their friends experiences and just life experiences and of course ramping it up by like 10 because it's a movie so it has to be completely absurd but in all the best ways. <laughs> but yes, we had a blast talking to her. And I loved how she, one, she told us, because I mean, like I said, I was laughing, Jan was laughing. We're all laughing to the point where I had to pause it because I was missing dialogue because I was laughing yes. so hard. And I was like, oh my God, they're still talking, but I can't, I can't, I need to pull myself in. So one of the questions we asked her was about filming. Like, how do you even keep a straight face? with all this going on. And instead of it being one of the scenes that made it in the film that made it, that was the hardest to, to uh, video. I'm like losing my words. Sorry guys, I'm so tired because I had the 3 a.m. wake up call of Secret Invasion on top of staying out late to watch Barbie last night. So my words are hard, <laughs> okay? The hardest scene to film was actually not one in the that made it into the movie, but hopefully we'll make it onto a deleted scene somewhere. And it's so crazy and over the top that I can't wait for you guys to hear what she said because she was like, oh my gosh, you got to be professional, like reel it in. And all I could think about was like, this is literally Jan and I trying to work together when we're in that mood where it's just like, it's, it's really hopeless sometimes. It's like, mm -hmm. come on, one of us has to be the adult, but when none <laughs> of us are being the adult, it's hard. <laughs> well, and I had to laugh too, because even just like the plot of the story, right? Like one of them's trying to be professional and the other one's just like a complete disaster. Right. And I was like, <laughs> it's me. I'm the problem. I was like, I'm probably the low low of the two of us. Most of the time, at least in public, when it comes to emails, I'm not, I'm definitely the Audrey park character in, um, you know, when it comes to emails, I'm very professional, but in real life, I'm for sure Lolo making faces, sticking out my tongue, doing completely inappropriate shenanigans, suggesting ridiculousness. Hey, let's invite my friend along without really consulting you. Cause I thought this would be funny. And, ah, oh, she's great. She's a good, oh my God. I was like, it's literally me. Like I'm the problem. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a problem. I'd say it's fun, but we definitely Unless have that. Crazy, but I'm not as uptight as I feel like I'm more Audrey towards the end of the movie because she's not quite oh, as uptight yeah. by the end. No, you're not, you're definitely not that uptight by any stretch of the imagination. No, I'm more but, I'm more down for whatever, but I always feel like one of us has to be the adult. And so sometimes by default, I feel like I'm the adult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could see you're that. Because <laughs> you're like, woo. <laughs> That's my well. Wait, you're a wing seven though too, aren't you? I am. Yeah. I am. We're both eight wing sevens. Yeah. I was just, I was going to say, I'm like, that's because I'm a wing seven, but I was like, wait, you're a wing seven too. 
Which is why I said when we're both like being mm-hmm. goofy is anything. So hard. It is so it's, hard. Because then there is no one to be the adult to mm-hmm. bring us in. Except for just laughing and crying. Maybe our husbands and then we don't listen to them anyway. So really there is no one yep. to bring us in. And that's why this movie's so great. Because she she mentioned like this is when, you know, you go pregame and then you go watch a movie and then you rehash it all out in the car and Jan and I watched the three five five <laughs> oh, together. Oh my gosh! And that was one of those times where we rehashed it in the car. Which just... And the forty five minutes back to my condo in Vermont, we were like dying. It went from it, but it also went from just like rehashing to like creating <laughs> extra scenarios. We were we were literally like gonna pee ourselves. We were laughing so hard. I was like, I gotta stop. Or I'm gonna drive us off the road. Like we're just laughing in a way that you can't even it's like one of those kind of scenarios and this is one of those movies where like you just need to like decompress and rehash the shenanigans with friends because it's that type Mm -hmm. of film definitely it is not intended to be watched alone no it's not but i mean i guess if you (laughs) have to (laughs) you can just text your friend like i did i was like oh my god Mm -hmm. wait till you get to here i know or she she, you would text me something and i'm like girl just wait (laughs) like six times because every time i feel like every time you thought it was like the part like yes yes, it's a part but then there's like this is so crazy and you're like just wait just wait. I'm like, it gets crazier. Yeah, it's one you of those movies. My basketball just like, team. <laughs> two lumps of sugar. Uh-huh. Two. <laughs> <laughs> and our listeners are like, wow, they've lost their minds. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Haven't lost anything. I never had it. What are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> There's exactly. nothing to lose if you didn't have it to begin with. So good. So good. But at the same time, like, good in a way that it encourages conversation among women in ways that, you know, men do things like this. And it's like, oh, you know, okay, it's cool. We have these movies about whatever, drunken shenanigans. Yeah, stupid. And, mm-hmm, and it's like totally cool and acceptable. But if women do that, we're you know, pick a, pick a term. Right. So here we are with women just being crazy and having a grand old time with their friends. And it's a great movie. It's well done. It's well-written. Um, I think the other interesting thing is that of like the group of them, Adele's the only one who's a mom. So she's straight up like, this is a great movie for, you know, for moms and parents, because it's that outlet that sometimes they don't get or don't see with themselves um because they're the ones always just kind of holding things together so yeah yep but yeah it was a good time chatting with her and hearing the stories i can't wait to see it again and i can't wait to see the blooper roll whether that you know moments on there or not oh my gosh i will die (laughs) and you guys will hopefully enjoy her her story about which um which moment was her favorite that didn't make it onto the film? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you so much, Adele, for chatting with us today. This, oh my gosh, this movie is hilarious. I watched it with my sister the other night and was rolling on the floor. Like we just, and Ashley and I were just texting back and forth the whole time. Like, why are we not watching this together? So, so many moments in here, hilarious moments, touching moments. Do you have a favorite scene from the film? Uh, you know, I have a couple of favorite scenes um, and they're both very different. One is the K-pop moment because, you know, again, we created this movie because it's just like insane wish fulfillment for us. And I, at this point, I feel like most women and gay men have had a fantasy of being in a K-pop group because why not? So we built it into our movie and it was our four actors, you know, who had like recorded the song and had done all this choreography and then being able to shoot it on set and seeing it all come together. Like there were, it, I remember shooting it and looking at our filmmakers going like, oh my God, did we just create like a K-pop sensation? Um, and also it's just that like, you know, you have like your regular lives and it happens when the characters are at such a garbage point of their journey that just being able to let loose um, and just have the time of your lives in like a purple hair wig, like that's, that's, the, that's the space I feel like we all secretly want to be in. So that was like, my first favorite scene and then the other one is prop there's a more emotional moment with a lead character where she uh has this video of her um birth mother and it was one of those unexpected but very real moments for us and i think for a lot of people who've watched the movie too like you know again we're this r-rated ridiculous and appropriate comedy but it has real heart and i think like that's one of the scenes where it comes through i adele like jana was saying we were texting back and forth i think i was slightly ahead of her though because i was like oh my god you're gonna get to this part and you're gonna die and she'd text me back and be like oh my god i did <laughs> but honestly i think you had me hooked as soon as young lolo bodied that other kid i was like man this is like the movie for me because i was that kid on the playground that'd be like i'm sorry what <laughs> Um, statue of limitations have run out on that, right? Okay. So anyways, you had me crying. I was laughing so hard. So between writing all this out and actually directing it, how did you keep a straight face? Was, uh, was one scene harder to shoot than another? Like which one took the most takes? Uh, well, really like our, um, actor Sherry Cola, who plays Lolo, to me, there's almost like no line of demarcation between Lolo, the character, and Sherry Cola, the actor. She is 100% like that best friend like we either have or wish we had, who's just kind of out of control, who always brings a ray of sunshine in your life, but also you're just like, I can't bring her around my family sometimes because it's too much, just too much, and maybe just like lives too close to the edge. Um, and so she's uh, in every scene, like nonstop cracking up. Um, she cracks, she makes the crew crack up. And she, you know, th there was a scene which we, um, we, which actually didn't even make the movie. It was her and Aud the character of Lolo and Audrey in this little guest house. And they're getting high on like, on, on, um, like just like smoking weed but a side fun fact like those actors haven't act, don't actually do drugs like we had to coach them on how to like light a bong um like Ashley Park was like full-on like trying to suck the the part of the bong where you put the weed in she's like I suck here I'm like no no we, we don't suck there um and the the whole time you know we have all these jokes but we actually have all these alt jokes so we have a big tent of writers who just keeps they keep like throwing extra jokes because you don't know what works the best and so between like all these extra jokes coming in in the smoke filled like hot box of a room and Sherry Cola just nonstop like going at it with Ashley, like they genuinely crack each other out. Like they could not keep a straight face 
through half the jokes. I'm like, this place is filling up with smoke. One of my camera people like has like asthma. Like we got to get out of here. Like, <laughs> let's go. Let's try to maintain some semblance of, of professionalism here. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. I hope that's on a like a blooper roll somewhere or like the oh, new scenes when it comes out because <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> okay. So this had a great soundtrack. If you're going on a road trip, joyride with your besties, what are the essentials and what's on your playlist? Oh man, like um there's like so much on the playlist. We have this amazing um music supervisor, Toko Nagata. Um, and it was also part of us selling the fact that we weren't actually in Asia when we shot it because we shot during the pandemic um, and being able to sell like that party, like that party feel. Um, so on my on my um, playlist would be um, best friend, obviously, because, um, again, that party feel to it. Uh, not totally appropriate, but when it came up because it was so ridiculous, we loved WAP. <laughs> And then we had um, at the end of the soundtrack, um, we um, we have uh, Juicy by Ramen Girl. So this was actually um, done at, um, for our for our movie and right at the end. And after I listened to it, I was just like just like bouncing to it like the whole time. So, yeah, big shout outs for big shout out to Ramen Girl. So this is a story about friendship, amongst other things. And I know you had a chance to work on the script with your friends, which I think that's amazing. What was that collaboration process like? Did you kind of work any of your real life stories into it? Obviously, you don't want to incriminate anyone with, you know, certain tattoos or <laughs> adventures with basketball teams, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, without like naming names, like I think it was inspired by like our own stories that we tell each other because that's what you do like with your girlfriends. Like, you know, you go out, you have dinner, you escape your life and you just you just say all the awful, terrible, like super funny stories that you wouldn't share with anybody else. Um, and we're all professional writers. We've been writing for like other people. Most of our careers were like, let's write this for us. I think the the big takeaway for us too is that, you know, this is the kind of thing guys do all the time. Like they, you know, they literally had a movie about playing tag with each, uh, you know, as grown ass men. And for women, we always feel like sometimes, you know, like maybe our stories don't get to have like the spotlight on them or, you know, get to, you know, we get to be like the heroes of the story that way. Um, it, and so that was the fun part for us. I'm just like, we're going to take the, our, the stories that are like the messiest, the nastiest, like all inspired by our friends and, you know, make it more heightened. And we're going to make it like the, we're going to make it the center of the story and, uh, and see who bites, and, you know, and, and you do that, you know, because it makes you happy. It makes you laugh and you hope like, you know, the people who read it have that same reaction. Well, well, we definitely laughed. <laughs> so thanks. Thank you. And I just want to say one last thing with our team of filmmakers. Like, I was like the only like mom in this. And I felt like, especially when I was like a, a mother of younger children, like we're not a demographic that people look to. And I was just like, I needed that entertainment in my life. I don't want, you know, I don't want that audience and that demographic to be like looked over in this because like, we know we've seen things and we need the laughs. So <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast. As always, if you have something to share with us, tag us on Twitter at Whiskey and Sunshine and at that Ashley Aaron. We're also on threads at Whiskey and Sunshine. 
and at Ashley and Pink because you know we had to carry over our Instagram handles on that one. But wherever you can find us on all the things, just search our names. Until next time, geeks. Bye.